Welcome to the Vision Meditation Podcast. My name is Heather Pickin, and today is December 24th, 2020. Tomorrow is Christmas Day. So if you're celebrating Christmas, Merry Christmas, and also Happy New Year, because this will be the last show before we get back into the rhythm in January. So today I have a very special guest and we'll get to him in a second. But if you'd like to purchase a vision journal, you can head over to heatherpickin.com. All of the links are in the show notes. And also, if you want to check out my new channel, Lux Beats, which is all about meditating, journaling, and studying, kind of a video wallpaper with music. I have a special Christmas theme with jazz music that I think you'll like if you love Christmas music. So let's get into today's show. So today, as I mentioned in my intro, I have a very special guest. His name is Jonathan Grisbowski. And I want to welcome Jonathan to the show. Jonathan, thank you so much for being my guest today. Thank you very much. It's going to be a fun, uh, a fun journey we're about to embark on. Absolutely. You know, it's funny when you talk about journey and like that entrepreneurial journey, um, you definitely have to embrace both sides, you know, the, the pain and the pleasure. And I know today our topic is ending the day one step ahead in which you started. So before we get into that, I want you to kind of explain really quickly, like your own journey, your own evolution as an entrepreneur. Yeah. I started about nine years or so ago uh, at the ripe old age of 23, I believe. Uh, I've been doing this ever since then, just living uh, life on my own terms to to a degree, um, running multiple businesses, started with a digital marketing agency that I'll just be fully transparent. It wasn't the most successful on planet Earth, pivoted to a company that I now uh, have co-founded with a, a few friends named Penji. Uh, we grew the company from zero, literally zero money, to um, over uh, to Inc. 5000 in under two years. We now have over 125 employees and growing, um, and that's scattered all throughout the world. So my physical performance, my fitness, my mindset, my organizational skills, my conversational skills, uh, it needs to be in top form um and i like sharing these types of tips and tricks because these are all things that i use on my on my day-to-day life and i'm not saying that i'm the most successful person on planet earth there's millions of people way more successful but i think i have a really good touch on myself and a really good grasp on how to run a business so um so i do appreciate this opportunity Mm, I, I love that. And we're going to dive into that conversation. And for people that want to learn more about your company, what is the best website that they can learn? It's going to be penji.co, P-E-N-J-I.co. Perfect. And we'll have that in the description in the show notes, wherever you're listening to this. Okay. So let, let's talk about, you know, a lot of times what happens is that Entrepreneurs will look at successful people, but they don't really understand the magnitude of what you're talking about, like the discipline and the focus. So 
getting into this topic about ending the day one step ahead in which you started, I want to talk about the mistakes before you get into some of the tips and strategies. So if if you found, I'm sure that you found some of the mistakes that you were making in the beginning or what you also see other entrepreneurs that are struggling to get to that next level in their business. The struggle that people I think are having is really a, a lack of well, you know, again, discipline, I think, is the overarching uh, word here. But they have shiny object syndrome where they see um, a shiny object or a new idea and they immediately gravitate towards that. Uh, there's also a level of element of, of going on social media and seeing all these people that are successful or potentially more successful and um, complaining or, or even just uh, uh, creating a, self, a sense of self-deprecation that allows them to... Um, to not necessarily get there. And then the last thing I would say to a degree is, is just a lack of execution. Um, when I say things like you want to make sure that you are moving the needle uh, or at least moving, ending the day one step ahead, um, there's a large majority of the times in my day specifically where I might start the day 10 steps backwards. Um, but I'm not going to shut my laptop or I'm not going to shut down my computer until that day is at least one step ahead. It doesn't have to be at the exact destination in which I started. I could still be a little bit behind, but I, I have to end it on a positive note. So whether that's being engrossed with emails in the very beginning of the day and, and you know, crushing those out as quickly as possible, or maybe just like a, a matter that just happens internally that you need to kind of put the fire out. Um, all of those things happen and all those things will inevitably, it's just life, it's fact, right? Um, but I always try and find a way to, to end in that positive note. And I think from a, uh, a wider approach, we, we implement that into our business as well. And so we're very data-driven as a company and we track a lot of metrics. And so if, if we're constantly moving forward, then we're growing. But if we're staying stagnant or declining, regardless of the day, we have this pressure that we put upon ourselves where we're essentially dying. And if you die more than you grow, then your business is inevitably going to fail. It doesn't matter how good the business is, doesn't matter how good the idea is, doesn't matter how good the leadership is, uh, or so you claim if, if you're not moving ahead if, you, if you're not just putting that positive aspect of it um you're dying mm, yeah uh, absolutely that makes a lot of sense now when you know one of the things that i that i focus on and i always uh, teach my clients is focusing on having some kind of daily ritual like you you mentioned in your company you are ve very uh, data driven. So what about your own personal ritual for success that gives you those metrics to put you one step before forward, or you said 10 steps forward? Yeah. So my, so here's, I want to give a, a brief caveat. I think the people who are successful in business are the ones that are comfortable enough to do the same thing every single day for an extended period of time. 
And going back to what I originally said, which is the shiny object syndrome, it's really easy to kind of look at yourself and assess and say, um, you know, maybe I want to try this, right? Or maybe I want to do that. Or I read something or I hear somebody and I, I completely pivot everything within the business. And, and that can definitely happen, right? Um, but I think the what you really want to be able to focus on is things that you can inevitably measure. So what we do uh, from a, a business standpoint, uh, and I'll get to the, the routine uh, briefly, but what we do from a business standpoint is everything that we do, we log. So whether that's an email that is sent, we, we log. Whether that's a, uh, if we're trying to grow affiliates or partnerships or podcast opportunities, how many did we get this week? How many did we get last week? How many did we get the month before that? How many did we get two months before that? Um, if, if we find that a podcast opportunity, which is how we got on your podcast, right? Uh, we sent you a cold email. Um, we talked to you and we pitched you the idea and inevitably you, you did that. So I have from, so now going back, so now understanding that and like from a topical standpoint, now we need to go into the details of like, what is the, the ritual, right? So I'm very robotic personally, um, from the, from, from just like a, a mentality aspect. I do the same things every single day is what makes me tick. Personally, I like doing this. I don't need a lot of enjoy, uh, excitement in my day. Um, in fact, it probably stresses me out more than anything else. Um, but do you want me to go granular in terms of like waking up all the way up into the day, the first thing I look at? Yeah, I mean, whatever you're comfortable with, absolutely. So I usually wake up around seven, anywhere between seven to eight o'clock, depending upon stress levels, et cetera, et cetera. Um, as soon as I wake up, I immediately just head right to the gym. Um, I don't necessarily uh, you know, look at my phone or even answer emails or anything like that. Get back at around uh, eight, nine, basically trying to sit down and start work nine to 10. First thing I typically look at on like a Monday, I actually have this scheduled out on a Monday and I, and I actually block everything out in my calendar. So I have a Monday checklist, right? And basically the Monday checklist is to review, I'm just gonna actually read it. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, Monday checklist is basically to review like uh, financial documents, uh, to review past numbers um, and forecast the, the rest of the week. Um, I also create weekly Loom videos, which is a service, uh, L-O-O-M. I highly recommend using it. It's such an amazing service. Uh, you get like five minutes of free uh, speech that you can inevitably just like talk to a, a team member on. So I send like a Monday recap meetings of like, hey, this is what you want to look at this week. Hey, this is what you want to do. And I send it to the team members that uh, I'm inevitably in charge of. And then, um, that day in particular, lunch at around, uh, I eat a lot, uh, six to around 200 pounds. I eat all nonstop at, all day, every day. Uh, so I'm constantly eating throughout the day and work at six, um, have a little bit of a break where I cook dinner, maybe two hours or so. Uh, then from eight to 11, I usually go back on the computer just to kind of like talk to other team members that live in other countries and not in the same time uh, zone as me. Uh, and then I usually go to bed at around 12, one o'clock. So anywhere between six to seven hours of sleep at night. But on Fridays, which is what we're recording on today, I have an entirely different schedule. 
Um, and again, I block this out directly inside of my calendar where I review all types of uh, uh, advertising budgets, uh, how the conversions are going. Um, and this is all in Google Sheets. So there, we're not using outside services or anything like that. Everything literally is inside of a Google Sheet. Um, how many demos and sales we obtained, uh, all of the cancellations that we received and why the cancellations were received and, uh, and so on and so forth. So that is like as granular as you could possibly get throughout my day. I love that. And it, it speaks to, you know, some of the things you were mentioning, like the repetition, you know, so I always say repetition equals revenue, so doing the same things over and over again. And also heard that and that was brilliant. I love oh, <laughs> it, well, you know, it's funny because a lot of work that I do is focusing on uh, neuroscience and making new connections in your brain. So the, the more repetitions you're creating in your brain, then you can step into that new identity of, of who you want to become that future self sure. so yeah so I always like to focus on that but another thing that you had mentioned is uh, you know calendar you know taking out your calendar and blocking off time because I find all too often you know because of social media and how it is grown like to this massive scale people do get distracted they it, it's it, and so then they lose uh productivity and you also mentioned that comparison i find a lot of times people are looking at that curated life thinking oh their life is so much better when they don't really know what's going on underneath the scenes so you know so what is your I'm just kind of curious for your own growth. Like you had mentioned before, you started a company and it didn't work out. So what helped you to overcome that so-called failure? It's really not a failure unless you give up. Um, yeah, that's true. How did I overcome the failure? Um, honestly, this isn't the best answer, but it's the honest answer. If you're not psychologically i think it's one of those just like we as a team kind of believe that we're destined for really great things so i think within ourselves like we have these very loud goals and very large goals and that was always our north star so we always said that we wanted to be a company that does x right um, we want to be valued at a hundred million dollars, right? And that's not necessarily like, that is the goal. Like that's, that's our, our mindset. And I think knowing where we were and saying that and using that as our North star nine years or so ago, when we had nothing, we were crazy enough to even think of it at the time. And now it's something that is obtainable. So I think because we had that North Star guiding us as a goal. Like how many times can you go up to somebody and say, I want to run a company that that's valued at a hundred million dollars, right? Like, like if somebody were to say that to you, you'd be like, you're effing crazy, dude. Like, who are you? Like, why are you even saying that? I'm good with a hundred thousand dollars, right? And that's fine. That's really awesome that that's your goal, if that is your goal. It could be even less than that. I don't know. It could be just like, I want to have a family and two kids. Like, uh, I, like that's, that's fine too, right? 
So when you have these goals in your head, you're going to find ways and you're going to craft approaches and stories and, and processes and procedures in order to ensure that inevitably happens. And so when the failure occurred, it wasn't necessarily a failure because we were still making decent money. It just wasn't at the gravity and we weren't helping enough people in order to achieve the results that we inevitably wanted. So we were at the time only helping you know, maybe a hundred people max throughout the course of like a year when we were a digital marketing agency. And now we're helping thousands of people a day. So from a psychological standpoint, and this is just our psychology and my psychology specifically, because I'll speak for myself, it makes my life easier knowing that I'm helping more people with a solution that we've created that legitimately helps people. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah, a- absolutely. So it also sounds, you know, in, in that frustration going, okay, this business model doesn't work, that you wanted to scale it in a way that it could serve more greater people. amounts of people. Yeah. And so I'm just kind of curious from a business standpoint, so that you had a different pivot in your business um, because of that actually great gift of what people may have perceived. Oh, you know, we had this failure, but as a visionary leader like yourself, you're like, wait a minute, we're really not maximizing our highest potential here. Yeah, absolutely. We definitely weren't. We had so many great people that were working with us that some of them still work for us. And we are just not necessarily, it, like the end result was gonna be, you know, we close up shop in five years and figure out a new journey, right? Like realistically, that's inevitably what the goal is. But like something that really motivates me is, well, what's gonna happen in 10, five, five 10, 15 years? Like, how am I going to, I'm, I'm 30, I'm about to be 32. Like, how am I going to be remembered on this universe, this earth? And by the way, my, my also my mom passed away uh, you know, close to four months or so ago. So like, mm. the things that I'm thinking about personally is like, okay, well, you know, she died at, at a young age of 62 and I'm 32. So I'm like, you know, I could be 30, 30 years away. I could be a day away, right? Um, and then I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of like being morbid, but it is something that I do think about. Like, if something were to happen today, how am I going to be remembered? And that sticks with me because I don't, I have goals outside of this, right? Um, a goal that I really want is to um, own, open up my own winery. It's just a lifelong passion I had of, of, of consuming alcohol in a healthy way but also making alcohol as well. And so with that in mind, like I, I, I have these things I wanna be remembered from a digital standpoint where people are using Penji and services that we create in the future for the forever, right? Um, and then I also have the idea of like, well, I also wanna do the physical standpoint of you know, drinking a bottle of wine that was created a hundred years ago or, or, or whatever that time period is. So like those are the, the idea of remembrance of uh, and leaving an impact of at least a positive one is also a really large motivating factor for, for me in particular. Mm. 
I love that. And I do find that across the board, people that have a vision, an astronomical vision of serving people, you know, serving vast amounts of people, um, they have that driving force of, hey, I want to leave this physical body in in a better or I want to leave the world in a, a, a better place, you know. So I, I think that is really uh, it just becomes this driving force for people. So yeah, and absolutely. yeah, and I and I I get what you're saying, you know, about being quote unquote morbid. Like to me, I look at it, you know, when someone dies, I have a different perception around death. It's like that challenges me to ask myself that question, like, what am I not doing? What am, where am I not playing full out? Because you never know if this is your last day, like you were sharing. Yeah, it's just reality too. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Wow, so much to unpack here today, Jonathan. This has been very inspirational for other entrepreneurs that are going through uh, maybe some challenging times right now. You know, we've had some crazy things happen in this year of 2020, as you know. And as we close out um, the show today, I always lead with a journal prompt. So since you are my guest today, uh, I would love for you to share a journal prompt to reflect on the concept of ending the day one step ahead in which you started. So what would that journal prompt look like? Well, I'd probably start off with like, dear diary, dear journal. Um, because I think speaking to yourself or to that thing is always really good. You're kind of like Mm. bringing it into light, uh, to a degree, speaking it into the universe. But I think, um, real quick, I think like energy is really important to me. So like when I say things aloud, whether that's to myself or even on a piece of paper, I am kind of getting rid of that energy and leaving it in that journal. So with that said, um, journal, uh, entry would be something along the lines of, um, something, some crazy things are going to happen today, um, or they may have already happened. But no matter whatever it, is, but whatever it is that that had that gave you that fork in the road, uh, allow yourself to think about how and why it happened. Find new ways to fix it, and and inevitably. Um, ensure that it doesn't happen again or at the very least mitigate the risk of it happening again Um, the idea of success is to end the day one step ahead than what you left it and i hope that you're able to achieve this tomorrow Mm, i love that i love that that is some juicy stuff jonathan thank you so much for being my guest today thank you so much i appreciate it my pleasure and everyone that has their journals this is the time this is the portion of the podcast where you go within you you take out your journal and you meditate on those specific words because i truly believe that the right people whether they're on my show or they come into my life they're there for a reason so listen to this message and journal prompt today and begin
This concludes the Vision Meditation Podcast. If you're an experienced entrepreneur, if you see yourself as a visionary leader, but you're feeling stuck right now, you're having money blocks, and you've tried everything, you've tried marketing programs, and nothing seems to work, I invite you to apply for a session. Go to sessionwithheather.com. You'll find the link wherever you're listening to this. And during the session, we will discuss, I will pinpoint exactly what is going on, why you're stuck. I find all too often it has nothing to do with marketing. It has everything to do with how your brain is wired currently. In order to get to that next level, you must make new connections in your brain. So the Vision Method Intensive takes you to that next revenue level by changing the way that you think. Your thoughts are so powerful. 95% of your subconscious is creating your cash flow, is creating the connections to your ideal clients. So if you're not experiencing the kind of sales and money that you want, go ahead and apply for a session. And during that call, we'll see if the vision method intensive is for you. I do not just take anyone into the program. I take people that are hungry for success and also wanting to make an impact in the world. So if that's you, I invite you to apply for a session. Also, if you'd like to purchase a vision journal, go over to heatherpickin.com. I now have my vision journals both editions, the structured and the lean over on Amazon, but you can get there. The fastest way to get there is to just head over to heatherpickin.com. And lastly, if you have an organization or team and you want to get on the same page, you want to get in sync, you want to feel more organized and productive so that you can generate more sales and cash flow with more ease. I do train organizations and businesses. So you can also go over to sessionwithheather.com and put in the subject line organization and we can talk about that. Until next time, this is Heather Pickin and live your vision.